It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It is a massive night tonight for Greyhound Racing in New Zealand. It is the night of nights. There's group ones up for grabs. There's serious prize money up for grabs for the Greyhound industry. So what a perfect time to bring on a very well-respected form analyst. Uh, Blake Stothart joins us. Blake, geez, how does a form analyst go about these? Because it's the best of the best tonight. Yeah, thanks, Steffi. I know what you mean. Especially that Group 1 Galaxy, the, the first Group 1 in the program, says all Opawa Riders, a dollar sixty favourite, but there's dogs outside who just want the rail and Opawa Barnes, the three and the five, called Boncardi, the seven money bag. So these races can be notoriously hard to map because as you said, when you get the best of the best, you've got eight winning chances. It's not like a Monday or Tuesday meet when you've got three or four dogs you can win. All eight are up with the play in Opawa Rider. Well, last time we had box one, he, he ran the second fastest time ever at Eddington over 295 metres. It's just if he gets mobile early and avoids the three Opawa Barnes, he can win that race. It's just a matter you want to take that dollar sixty or not, Opawa Barnes. He probably holds the key to the race in box three and Corbonkati in box five as they love to crash across the rails. It's probably gives a chance for lots of the eight Simon the Pyman. Around fifteen and three twenty and that two dollar top four play is a each way place if you want to be in a sprint race getting out of trouble because the race can change some clicks in at that first turn. So it's all about that first corner of a power ride if they can avoid the three and the five there. Yeah, because the thing with sprint races, Blake, that I've noticed time and time again is there's no second chances. Like if you cop a little check, if you knuckle down a little bit, if you slightly miss the jump, you've only got a few seconds and you just can't make it up. The staying race in the New Zealand Cup, which we'll talk about, you can make a little error early and make up for it. But sprint racing can be dashed in the first 20 metres, can't it? Especially at the open class, at the open class level, Steph, you can get away with it in C1 as well. At the sprints, if you're just too good, you're different gravy to them. But if they're all all running that similar time, a power rider, if he makes a mistake or if he gets that shoulder into him early from a power barns, it can be very difficult to make up. So for a power rider, if you want to see him, you want to see him either ping straight to the lead or or miss away and see if he can avoid Barnes and hook around that way. So he might have a couple of dips in at Opawa Rider, but he's just going to have to be on his game early. So that's why I'm thinking Tom, the Palmen out wide, top four, top three, you're going to get a safe run into things. And if he's a bit of trouble, you're sort of playing for a bit of trouble and you can capitalise. And he's probably got the slowest winning time in the field as the eighth time in the Palmen, but he's just beautifully boxed out wide. That's where I'm going. Simon the Palmen, top four. I'd rather 250 on being in the top half of the field than trying to trying to have my fingers crossed for the likes of Opawa Ryder and Opawa Barnes made the cut, or well, not made the cut because I think he'll miss away, but anyway, I think I like the 250, let's have a look at the that's $30,000, the, the, the um, sprinters, actually we'll save the New Zealand Cup till last, the Stayers Cup we have a genuine superstar going around uh, tonight, if people have never watched a Greyhound in full flight they've got to watch the Stayers Cup, right? 
He's just an absolute beast. Talking about the number two here, no keeper. It's about a year ago, Steffi, that he announced himself as a stayer, and he's just been on an absolute tear since he hasn't been defeated over the 732 metres here at Addington. He's eight from eight. He's tricked up to the Auckland. He's won that Duke of Edinburgh silver collar. He's been to Australia when running fourth in a big race. He's He's just got no chinks in his armour. Last time out, he just smashed him. He broke the trick record set by Dinah Wesson a couple of years ago. He went 42-62 of the same trip. He did it from the front. And it's just hard to see them pegging him back. He's a thirty-five favourite. He can probably justify it. He's won over $250,000. He's just been a great, great dog for Gary Cleave and the team there. We've had a few questions before about Greyhounds. How, like, um, no keeper's three years old. How long... Can they, do they race for, and do they naturally slow down and say they're retired? What, what's what's the general lifespan for as, as a racer? Well, especially for a staying dog like No Keeper, there's a smaller pool of greyhounds that got to that same trip. So generally their, their career can actually be increased by a year or two. You often see dogs taking on that Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar over the extreme 779-metre trip for two or three goes because there's just a smaller pool of greyhounds that go for it. So I think you can you can see him at least for another season. No keeper's got a good another season left in him. Of course, he started his career out as a two-year-old just running over that 520 metres. So over the last year, he's hit that purple picture of the same trip. So I'm thinking he's got at least another year in him. He can really go for a small prize, prize money in that second tilt at the Duke of Edinburgh silver collar so I think he's definitely got another season in them with that smaller pool of stayers around. I'm looking at the field now for the group $100,000 Suck It Up Limited New Zealand Greyhound Cup and I'm seeing picket fences and form lines gee whiz this is an even field but two quite dominating in the market uh, Federal Infrared and Opawa Superstar from the four and the eight um, anything else can trouble them? It looks to be a race in two. If I was having a favour on any other dog, it would be Hometown Hero, the five. He's, he comes with all the credentials in the Meadows. He went 5.25 in the Meadows around 29.76, which is an absolute freakish time for a young dog when he was in Australia. He's currently 2.30 top four. He's drawn the middle, but he's 34 kgs. He's a big boy. He can look after himself, and he's improved every run that he's been at Addington. So five hometown hero in behind the four and the eight. We've got to talk about the four and the eight. Federal infrared, the four. The only time she has missed the top three in her career, Steffi, is when she fell in the second start at Goulburn. Last few starts at Addington, she's just been ripping off the lid. So the key is the early sectional. She's got that, that fast lead up over Opawa Superstar, which could be the key to that early rush. She can go 578 early last start. Opawa Superstar went 584. So... They could be going shoulder to shoulder early. She's just got a bit of that inside advantage where he's got that middle sectional of them. So the pressure will be on early. I think she can get away a bit in front of Opawa Superstar out wide for the Kiwi Breads. Hasn't been a Kiwi Bread winner since 2014 in Blitz and Mayhem. But a lot of the other dogs have to start their careers in Aussie and come over and win that way. So history is against Opawa Superstar, but Opawa Superstar did make the final at a very young age. He was just one year and seven months old last year when he made the final as a favourite. He's won two group ones since the power superstar. He's come back in the right form as well. So I think it's between the four and the eight here just so we get to that early mark. Mm, beautiful. All right, Blake, thanks for your insights. Uh, enjoy tonight. It is, uh, it's the marquee event for Greyhound. Someone like you just must be absolutely frothing what's going to happen tonight. Uh, thanks heaps for joining us today and steering us into a couple. Yeah, thanks, Steffi. No worries. Enjoy the night. There he was. Gave some good insights to the racing, didn't he? And it is the absolute best. Greyhounds going round.
uh, down at Addington tonight. All three New Zealand Cups are on. We've had the trotting one. Uh, we've got the Greyhounds tonight. And, of course, the New Zealand Galloping Cup is on Saturday. We will take a break now. When we come back, we're going to catch up with Marty Leslie. Of course, played for the uh, Wellington Lions and the Hurricanes and then headed over and had a number of test matches for Scotland alongside his brother John and probably in the same team as Brendan Buffalini as well. And, of course, with the Scotland All Blacks, we're just going to have a chat to him about, I don't know, uh, his time playing rugby up in Scotland, what he makes of the current team as well. So Marty Leslie will join the show after the break. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.